This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. Riddle me this. Who's your gooch? It's a long way to Tipperary. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology, Monsters, and reporting it back to you, I am Matt Noss, with me at the table, my two favorite people in the whole wide world, it's Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. How are you both this evening? So good. So good. If this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for giving this podcast a chance and not turning us off yet. Um... (laughs) If you've never heard us before, what we do around these parts is we watch anthology horror. Yes, a horror television show upon which every episode is different. What a wonderful thing. What a wonderful thing. And around these parts, based on title alone, we guess what the episode is about. We call it The Dark Side Guess, and today's episode is a little episode called Parents from space. Oh boy! Uh, does uh, anybody have a guess that they would I, love? I to have. Say? A, I have a guess. Go ahead. Do it, Matty. That's a guess. All right. Uh, parents from space. For his entire life, Max Tulliver has felt out of place. Maybe it's the genetic disorder that causes him to have blue skin and no hair. Maybe it's from his strange way of speaking, or maybe it's from the way he squirts ink out of his eyes when predators are close. Now, on his 17th birthday, Max's adoptive parents tell him they have a terrible secret they need to share. He figures it's just going to be some new way for life to kick him while he's down, but the secret is that his birth parents have found him, and they are intent on finishing the job they failed 17 years ago, sacrificing him to the space devil. Ooh. Ooh. Space, space devil. devil. Yeah. Space, space devil, devil. I like it. Uh, Janice Wimberly just cannot with her parents anymore. (laughs) They won't let her go to parties or date boys. They refuse to let her get a driver's license. They insist on consuming sunlight through microsuction tubules on their fingers. And they're always eating cats. What's a girl to do when she's got parents from space? (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Nice. Parents from space. Girls come from Jupiter to get more stupider. (laughs) Boys come from Mars to get more candy bars. That was a popular taunt from the schoolyard. But what happens when your parents are from space and the stories are true? delighted you are oh, with yourself. So Just covering yourself with sweet so kisses for that one. <laughs> I, was, I wrote it and I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to say this one. <laughs> what happens when the stories are true? <laughs> that girls come from Jupiter to get, get more, more stupider. stupider. Yeah. And boys come from Mars to get more candy, candy bars. bars. God, I truly mean this when I say Unfortunately, (laughs) none of these guesses were correct. Jen, hit us up with the sweet deeds. Sure. 
Uh, this is episode 14 of season one, Parents from Space. It aired February 11th, 1989. Guys, we're going to be watching a show in the 90s. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. Abusive elderly foster parents of a nice little orphan girl have their bodies taken over by friendly aliens whose spaceship broke down. Accurate? That is that is accurate yeah. what it is. Uh, this episode was directed by Gerald Cotts as Jerry Smith. Of course. Of course. Uh, he previously directed uh, the Tales from the Dark Side episodes, A Case of the Stubborns, Oof. The False Prophet, <laughs> A Choice of Dreams. Oh, oh no. Heretic. Ooh. Uh, he also recently directed New York Honey. It's a real murderer's row of it's a, <laughs> shitty it's, episodes. It's a real explanation of why he didn't use his last name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode was, was written by Peg Holler and Bob Schneider. Uh, Peg Holler and Bob Schneider have uh, just a few credits to their name, but they, um, writing partners... <laughs> And have boy, mm. can I take this again? <clears throat> sure. I coughed in the middle of it. Okay, so. perfect. This episode was written by Peg Holler and Bob Schneider. They are writing partners. Don't have a ton of credits to their name, but did do five episodes of Monsters together. They <laughs> also wrote an ABC after-school special called "Stood Up." Uh, interesting to note. ABC. How how long do you think the ABC after-school special ran? How many uh, years? Until the oh geez. Uh, 30 years. You know, I want to say that it's like that long, it's, but I bet it was shorter. I, I thought it was like seven or eight or something like that. If that, it was 25. Yeah. Wow. But Matt, you've gone over, so you've, oh. <laughs> you've lost your dollar. Damn it. Uh, this episode starred Frank Gorshin as Ward Ellers. Frank a.k.a. Gorshin. the Riddler. Yeah, a.k.a. the Riddler. Uh, that is uh, what he is best known for. Uh, he also appeared in one episode of every show in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. He was a busy, busy Riddler. June. Oh, El- busy Riddler. Busy Riddler. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Him and Dizzy Rascal are That's going right. on tour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, June Ellers was played by Peggy Cass. Peggy Cass returning Pe- to the fold. Oh, boy. We haven't seen her since she was Nadine and Painkiller. Ooh. And she was also... She was also Agnes Gooch! From the famous Who's Your Gooch of from, season one. Guys, that's right. We've got we've got the Gorsh and the Gooch tonight. <laughs> Interesting enough, uh, Agnes Gooch, the, the role, her role in Auntie Mame, won her both an Oscar and a Tony when she performed it. She on, nearly uh, egotted. She nearly egotted. Uh, after she was an anti-mame, she was famous for being a celebrity game show fixture. Uh, she was oh, so on like uh, the to tell the truth squares and yeah to tell the truth uh, match game password plus the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid the ten thousand dollar pyramid that she was on the Jack Parr show a ton. Hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. If I became super successful, and then it was like. We're going to put you out to pasture and you're on game shows all day. Oh, my God. That I would love that. Oh, it'd be great. Um, Can you move your phone? Yes. Please. Perfect. Just off the wires. Yep. That, it, that's what was causing that clicking. Um, on, I think it's Amazon Prime, I believe. I think 
it's Amazon. Yeah, it's Amazon Prime. They have like Match Game seventy four and Match Game seventy eight and it's stuff. Crazy good. It is fantastic to watch, and you can also watch. Clearly, they were filming an episode in the morning, an episode at lunch, and an episode in the evening because you can watch every three episodes. They get progressively drunker, and like so, like first episode's good, second episode's funny, the third one is bonk bonk. It's fantastic it's to chaos. watch. It's it's chaos. If, if Paul Lind is involved, I will watch it. Oh, it's it's highly recommended. A drunk Paul Lind is uh, the best kind of Paul. Of Lind. course. Uh, Mary Griffin played Cindy. Doesn't have a ton of credits, uh, but she was a disco star in the movie 54. And Mrs. Rogers was played by Anne Hillary, who we last saw in the episode uh, The False Prophet from Mm. Tales from the Dark Side. She was Wanda Mm. Sue. I believe she was the... uh, The neighbor, maybe? uh, I I think she was was the cashier or something, like worked in the cafe. Oh, wow, okay. And Heretic? God, I must misremember. No, him. false prophet. Oh, 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 never mind. False prophet was the uh, Ronnie Blakely and the the machine that was the. Uh, oh, oh, God, that yeah. episode was so bad. Oh, then the train station. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah and then the sexy cowboy. Yeah. Oh, oh what Jesus. a sexy cowboy! Oof. What a life we've lived, guys. We've really, we've really watched a lot, a lot of, of a lot of TV shows. Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Candied critters riddled me this. Oh. Oh. Oh, look, it's Monsters, a favorite show. Shh. Riddle me this, it's starting. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. Blah. The door from the monsters swings wide open, and we're welcome to the gossip hotbed at the Turlington. Hold up, hold up. Were we Dracula? I, I would, yeah. Were I would Riddlers? like. To, I would like to know what I am supposed to do when we are doing that. And it was like I said, "Oh," and then it's Dracula, and then all of a sudden it's Riddler. Make up your mind. To be fair, it wasn't a terrific Dracula. <laughs> um, uh, it was. It was a passable Dracula. Thank you. I got it. All right. Matt. Oh, oh, do we want to do it again? No, 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 no too we late. need to keep this. The people too need to know. <laughs> the people need to yeah. know. You're rubbing my nose in this? No, I'm rubbing my own nose in it. Because as soon as you did the Riddler, then I was like, oh, I'm terrible. I'm so bad he didn't even know I was a Dracula. <laughs> no, I knew you were a Dracula. Oh, you I did? Mean, I have, I uh, just imagined a I sitcom have, oh, with so Dracula, Dracula and the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm on board. And the running joke is that Dracula always wants to turn the Riddler into a vampire. Yeah. But, like, doesn't because they're friends. Or and whatever. he can't solve his riddles. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. I take it back. That was a fucking great intro. <laughs> Thank you very much. The door from the monster <laughs> swings wide open, and we're welcome to the gossip hotbed at the Turlington Rest and Relaxation Home. <laughs> uh, these two women have spent hours talking about term life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> it is tight shots on two uh, late middle-aged women. Would it, would it be middle-aged? I would say they're 60-ish. Yeah. I, sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> what do you think they are? Well, the the one has completely white hair, and the other has white hair that has been dyed several times. But 
I mean, remember this was this was late eighties. They could have been forty. Late- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And right. and these women I look at my beard and I like, know how old am I? Yeah. They have done some hard living. Sure. Look, what I'm saying is it's right that they've spent hours talking about, about term, term life insurance. insurance. Well, I'm really worried about when <laughs> when I go into the ground. Thank God Alex Trebek is here. <laughs> you know, I really wish Alex Trebek was here to tell me about term life insurance from State Farm or Prudential or one of them or Gerber. Cradle to cradle. <laughs> What's the last cradle? Cradle to gravy. Crystal gravy. <laughs> mm. Mm. Your family can't wait to eat you at Thanksgiving. Oh, God. Cradle to gravy. Uh. Be remembered and then move on. <laughs> These ladies are in it. And they're just gabbing up a storm. And then, all of a sudden, a little girl walks in. And this is the point where she immediately gets yelled at, Wipe your feet! And what I wrote down was chicken sandwich, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thousand percent. million percent correct. That is what the scene is. Um, if you're not familiar with the state sketch, chicken sandwich, Carl... Uh, it's just a customer complaining, like, hey, um, uh, oh, he's actually just placing an order. Yeah. I would like a chicken sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. And the guy who takes the order screams at the cook, chicken sandwich, Carl. And uh, it's just the guy sitting the there. He's put kinda, upon. He's yeah. kind of dopey, just Nebbish. sitting there. Shoulders slumped. Mm-hmm. And it just gets worse until like a sandwich gets shoved in his face. He gets a Coke dumped over his head. Blow darted. The manager yeah. sho- shows up with the blow dart. <laughs> well, and then the district manager shows up yeah. with nunchucks. Oh, shit, and, yeah. it's the owner. Yeah. <laughs> when Cindy, which is the little girl's mm-hmm. name, shows up, she's interrupting um, the mom in the middle of a story where she goes, huh, she had no respect for family. And then basically in the same breath is like, Cindy, you dumb bitch. Why <laughs> your feet? Oh, it gets it gets worse in like 45 seconds. But this is where we establish that Mrs. Rogers is the caseworker, that uh, Mrs. June Ellers is the foster mom, mm-hmm. uh, and that That Mrs. Cindy- Rogers does not know her name to comical effect. <laughs> she calls her Candy. Candy. Sandy. Sandy. Yeah. I was I was going to write Sandy Cindy close enough. Yeah. Um, considering that like social workers have way more cases than they can handle. Sure. But well, yeah, this one this one was like a, a blinking red light. So So when this happens with this candy Sandy Cindy thing. Yeah. Guys, I gotta be honest. I started to think to myself. Is this going to be an episode? Do I need to put you your just tongue? Fucking take in your tongue. To take my tongue and just fucking just mash it, shove it in just there. Shove, shove it in there. Shove that pile of meat, meat into the muscle. meeky meaty cheeks. <laughs> your meeky <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> your meeky cheekies. <laughs> my, my sweet meeky cheekies. Luckily, it was not. It was not a meeky cheeky episode. Not well, really. I mean, it was it was kind of there, but like it, it wasn't like previous tales episodes, like Comet Watch or some shit. Like it's almost like Disney ish. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you know what? This was this is a story that would have been more like amazing stories. Yep. Yeah. This reminds me. I believe it was the new Twilight Zone that this episode reminded me of. Very similar setup, where the kid has terrible parents, and they go to the zoo, and the kid gets taken around by these people who are his new parents, and then he sees his old parents, the one that were mean to them, locked up in an ex- exhibition. Mm. And oh. the kid goes home with the new parents. Oh, nice. Yeah, that sounds... That sounds. Yeah. I mean, that also sounds kind of like an Amazing Stories, but yeah. the new Twilight Zone came out around the time mm-hmm. of Amazing Stories. It might be an Amazing Stories because they... No, no I'm, not, of, I'm not... I'm not... I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm actually being honest that I don't know if it is a new Twilight Zone or an Amazing Story, but it was like right around that time and... Yeah, I always remembered that episode because my dad watched it with me. He was like, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> your dad, didn't your dad... And he never took you to the zoo again. Just that's right, case. baby. I was didn't, zooless. Didn't your dad write a letter to like Fago? Oh, Orange or Crush, my orange friend. Orange Crush, that's what it was. My dad watched an Orange Crush commercial where the coach was made to be the buffoon. And my dad was having no part of it. Why is the man the butt of the joke? Oh, Were there no women around? <laughs> Perhaps an overweight ethnic? <laughs> Why is the man? That is terrifying, Matt. He, well, he wrote it. He was quite peeved. Wow. You know? Because, <laughs> hey, let me just not put too fine a point on it, but... I feel like I've been under attack the moment we hit record. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you poor white man. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Don't lump me I'm in with him. I, I can't help it that you're a white man, Matt. You're right. I can't either. Yeah. Uh, oh, I told you, under attack by the <laughs> by the matriarchy. Stop taking vitamins. <laughs> no, I can't Matt, help it. Matt, the pills are just sawdust. <laughs> uh, side note, I unfriended an anti-vaxxer today. <gasps> oh, no. That's great. I mean, I just... Well, it's, no, it's, the, the oh, no was like, oh, no, you were friends with an anti-vaxxer. But. Yeah, it's, it's surprising. I would be very surprised. I'm, and I'm sure there are people that I'm friends with that are anti-vaxxers, and it's just never come up. Well, you know that you know they're having that big outbreak yeah, in of the measles, big measles yeah. of measles, and and now in Detroit, yeah, and basically this town that's had 135 cases of it mm-hmm. is putting up like you can't enter public spaces if you haven't been vaccinated, right. yeah, um, and it was like welcome to Hitler's Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Where the government is trying to stop you from getting very contagious diseases and giving them to people who My are My mom Ill. had measles when she was a kid, and yeah. she oh, wow. still remembers how horrible it was. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it kills. <laughs> and it's highly communicable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's the government wanting to shove their fucking science right down your throat with their facts and their history. I saw something. It was like a a news story about this, and then it was summarizing, because this is someone who went to the patient zero or whatever, went to Israel for a trip and then came back. Mm -hmm. Um, And somebody's comment was, that's what we get for letting these foreigners in. It's like that. No, someone you're, took, you're, a, took you're a vacation. The, yeah, you're missing <laughs> you're missing the point of every single detail in yeah. the story. Just never leave the country. 
once you leave the country and go on a vacation, oh, you just went to Sandals? Fuck you, you're a foreigner. No. No, you should you should stay in the country. Oh, you went to Oregon? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you went to Hawaii? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Get out of here. Well, no, Oregon has like the largest outbreak of measles. Yeah. Right, because it has the largest, uh, largest content. It has the largest amount of miseducated white people in America. Yeah. <laughs> Look, guys, there's no way to pre- prevent these diseases. Have you eaten um, this? Uh, this just a touch of hemlock will protect you. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or kill you, but if it kills you, it protects I have you. A, so I have a hemlock tincture that I can put into your tea. It's harmless, and it'll kill the measles. All right, let's get all back right. on track. Yeah, let's get back on track. <laughs> because I'm probably going to cut all that. Um, <laughs> Just because I don't want to fucking deal with anybody who might listen to yeah. our show. Um, and being anti-faxer, yeah. don't listen to our show, you cunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be dead soon. All right. The, uh, oh, oh, God. So this conversation that they're having on the couch once Cindy is there goes from bad to, to worse. Much worse. Well, and my my favorite part of this was, would you like another coffee? No, I'm going, get her another coffee! Yeah. Watch it! <laughs> and you know, I just had to stop by because the gym teacher reported she had bruises. bruises. It didn't take long for me to write down the words, oh, they're hitting this kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what this social worker is doing. Yeah, but it ain't her job. Yeah. I, I wrote nothing says concerned foster parent like yelling "Watch it!" after dismissing reports of abuse. <laughs> oh, uh, I let her have that pet rat. Yeah, it's a hamster. It's a hamster. It's a hamster. Hamsters a hamster. and rats are do not even look close to the same. And then this is when uh, this is when Papa gets home. This is when Ward gets home. And uh, uh, he might as well be coming in with a baseball bat, <laughs> a swinging. <laughs> he is full hulking out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like. He comes in screaming. <laughs> he comes in doing his best Darren McGavin impersonation. It is. He is at an eleven. My dude is coming <laughs> in hot. Can you cue it up, Matt? Because yeah, people to. just need to hear it. Ixnay on the Eatings Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this man's obviously a powder keg. Let's leave the house. How did she want? What do you think? One of the teachers complained, you and your bad temper. What are you going to do? You going to wag your tongue here all night long? Greg, 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 don't you think I ought to get dinner ready before we lose the power completely? Hey! I don't suppose anybody around here heard the weather report. <laughs> but it seems that it seems that since your ears weren't on, my fists have to take their place. <laughs> This was this was also, I think, the the part where we get to see the top of the soundstage. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we see it a couple times. Yeah, uh, they they didn't even try to hide it. No. No, but but <laughs> Gorshin's performance is so distracting. They probably watched it and were like, eh, nobody's gonna be no watching. No one's gonna pay attention. His his electromagnetism yeah. for your eyes. 
He comes in. He had already eaten those parts of the steak. <laughs> <laughs> Just put them in my veins. <laughs> um, he passes by the furniture that I now notice is covered, uh, in, covered plastic. in plastic. Yes. Yeah. Like my grandmother's house. Oh. Poor Cindy. She is in hell. hell. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. Like these are two, like these are grandparents. Yeah. No, yeah, they're these they're old shitty. enough to yeah. they're old enough to be grandparents and they're just real shitty people. I don't know why they have Cindy. I was wondering that. Why did they oh. for the money? Oh, uh, they they explain later in the episode. Uh because uh, because uh, June is explaining to Cindy that when I when um when Ward suggested we get a foster kid, I just oh god, I forget exactly what she says, but something along like the lines live-in of maid I just th- yeah, I thought oh great live-in maid, um, but you know you got like a a nine year old girl, yeah. so good luck with that. And as far as I can tell, she's still being treated like a live-in maid. So. <laughs> she is. She definitely Very is. true. As this thunder and lightning goes on, Cindy kind of enters the end of 2001, <laughs> while the rest of them are in, <laughs> are in um, hysterics. Well, they're basically participating in natural-born killers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was me finding yeah. natural born killers yeah. in the tracks of my brain. Yep. No, it's okay. I get it. You were right. But yeah, like it, they might as well just have slow motion. <laughs> Mickey and Mallory Knox did it. <laughs> <laughs> but she is like, come to the light, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so th- for some reason, Ward is going nuts trying to get the TV? Antenna, antenna on the, TV, the TV to work, and somehow he burns his finger. I wrote and that down. I was like, "How would he cut himself?" Yeah, and uh, around this time, <laughs> around this time, they keep doing quick cuts where it's him. Why you razafragging? And then hamster running in the wheel. Hamster running in the wheel. Uh, I don't oh, know. I don't June, like where this is going. June doing something weird. Cindy staring at the lights. Ham, you stupid hamster running in the wheel. And I just wrote, Hammy goes nutsoid. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Hammy. Oh, you can see oh, it coming. Rosie. So he, at the crescendo of the freakout, he picks up the hamster cage and, and slams throws it. it down. Riddle me this, hamster. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that hamster's dead. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, uh, I think, I believe that's, that's the, the act break. break. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. ABC After School Specials, brought to you by McDonald's. We hope you will enjoy today's presentation. You're welcome to stop by anytime, because at McDonald's, you're the reason we do it. Sure wish I was moving to the city with you. Yeah, me too. Nobody knows how you're feeling deep inside. You've packed up all your memories of fun and happy times. You've got what it takes, a new world's round the bend. The city crowd, the city's loud, new things to explore. Places, different faces where you make friends like before. Let's 
Say, what is it? It's oh in your Patton. face, <laughs> but you can't, you can't grab, grab it. it. <laughs> Did you guys see when they performed on Saturday Night Live and Mike Patton actually went up into one of the fan holes? Yes. Oh, man, that was bananas. I was so madly in love with Mike Patton. Oh, really? I still Did have... you like Mr. Bungle, too? I love Mr. Bungle. Oh, well, let's be honest. He's a hunkaroo. He is a hunkaroo. He's a nice looking yeah. guy. I yeah. don't think I ever want to meet him. I he seems like he'd be a little standoffish. Yeah. A little bit like he's too cool for school. A little too weird artsy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. it's just like, oh, you don't like. I forget the name of the saxophone player that like everybody loves that I can't stand. Zorn. Oh. You don't like John Zorn? You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll, I'll enjoy my idiocracy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, guys, you're the reason I do it. That com- like, Are you talking about... You're the reason I put my penis on the <laughs> grill at night. <laughs> Matt, you have to stop doing that. Yeah, no, that's, I'm, that's bad. That's why they call it a flat top. No, that's... that's okay, not, A, that's that is, not at all what... I have to do nope. a handstand, and I have to put the top of my penis on the grill. Cooled, of course. And then I'm like, uh, I don't, ah. I don't, the, I, I, I'm, and then I'm, I'm like, ah, flat top. Nope. That's nope. not. That's none of that makes any sense. What are you talking about? I've never heard that. Dis- don't Where you, did you learn about this? Roy Kroc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in that movie? Yeah. The, <laughs> the inventor. <laughs> that wasn't the name of that movie. It could have been. <laughs> The innovator. I thought I thought the I thought the inventor was like the movie about the guy who made windshield wipers. They made a movie about the guy that made windshield. I thought, let's not talk about it. <laughs> I think it was Michael Keaton too. Michael it was, Keaton was, was in, in the both. Roy Kroc movie, but I thought he was also the, the guy founder. who made the windshield founder. wipers. Yeah. Or no, maybe that was Jeff Bridges. I don't know. Are you thinking of uh, the Tucker? <laughs> Tucker, the man Hold in his dream. That tiger. <laughs> Hold that tiger. Hold that tiger, and we're back. <laughs> We all have nosebleeds. <laughs> well, is back. nothing is better than hearing a woman talk about your only friend dying, dying with, you just throw him in the trash. <laughs> Get the dust buster. He's dead. Toss it. Toss it. Yeah, <laughs> to toss. be fair, if her best friend was a person, she would have said the same thing. thing. Well, yeah. Get, I... a, get a rug. <laughs> Wind them up in it. Make sure you wrap them up real good so they don't stink. <laughs> You're not allowed to put bodies in the trash. Yeah, I wrote, I have a feeling this is one in a long line of little corpses they've disposed <laughs> of. Little uh, corpses. Little <laughs> corpses. <laughs> little corpses <laughs> made, made of adopted kids. 
see, that's a horror episode. Yeah. 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 Not this fucking Gordon Shumway bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh. she kind of she kind of uh, fights back a little bit, and you know. Tells she says, them she hates them. She hates them. She's she pulls she plays the "You're not my parents" card as well. She should at this point. She's yeah, well within I, her rights. I think this. I think this is uh, where um, Riddler draws his hand back or something, and yeah. she's like, "No, you'll leave another bruise, not the face. <laughs> yeah, not the, <laughs> get the sack of oranges." <laughs> oh, okay. It. Uh, I wasn't quite clear what was happening here because as far as I know, Gorshin leaves to go to the barn to yell at a raccoon. <laughs> With a shotgun. He yes. leaves. Yeah, I wrote, um, Ward goes outside in a thunderstorm with a shotgun to fix an antenna equals MacArthur Genius Grant. <laughs> that raccoon is eating the antenna. So I'm going to no. shoot the antenna. I think that that raccoon is just fucking with him. <laughs> just like its little paws. Yeah. Just like. Yeah. <laughs> just changing it slightly so he can't get Channel 7 anymore. No Bill Bonds for you. <laughs> you sack of crap. <laughs> and there are monsters in the barn. <laughs> I wrote critters with a exclamation point. It, they do look so like critters. What did you think that this spaceship looked like? Kind of like the uh, Star Wars. Like I thought it looked like a cow pusher. Oh, like a yeah. Okay, like on the front of a train. I thought it looked like the um, the like glass fly floating prison from uh, Su- Superman, Superman Two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that Zod's in yeah. there. Yeah, the that's the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Look, the great None thing about us. TV is we all see what we want to see. Because <laughs> you can really only watch like kind of three quarters of it. You can only concentrate so much on and it. And the rest is just filled in by your mind's <laughs> eye. <laughs> if you didn't know, this whole thing's a thought experiment. <laughs> oh, welcome to the show where we slowly have been losing our minds. Uh, so you see these these monster rat things that mm-hmm. look a little werewolfy. They look they good. Do, they, yeah, I liked them. I was I telling Matt. Yeah, yeah, I was telling Matt before you got here that like, I I I kind of liked them. I think that they would have been better used in a horror episode mm-hmm. and not this one. Yeah, but they like been I liked aliens. I liked the glowing red eyes and like the teeth mm-hmm. and and stuff. Like they, I, th- I thought they were decent puppets. What else did you guys talk about before I got here? Nothing. We were we were dead quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just stared in different directions. I was just like, okay, I hope this works. This Skype better work. <laughs> You've got something in your beard, Matt. You got to get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> All right. So now Ward is Ward is now calling June to come to the barn. Yes. June, please come to the bar. Yeah, very polite. While June is just railing on Cindy about washing the broccoli. And this is this is when she she says, you know, I thought you were going to be a a live-in maid. Yes. Boy, what a disappointment you are. And uh she I think she tells her once again to get rid of the corpse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dispose of the corpse quietly. And she bends down to where Rosie is on the ground. And she picks her up in her hand, and she apologizes to her. It's very sweet. Yeah, I was, I was very, I was very sad by that. And did y'all, ha- 
And I, I had a hamster. So. I had a hamster. Mm-hmm. Teddy. Yeah. I, I had a hamster, and I think <laughs> my mom. I don't know. We thought it was pregnant for some reason. Why would it have been pregnant? I think it was just dead in the cage, and my parents Immaculate were fighting conception. about. <laughs> were fighting about it who was, was going to throw it out. Baby Jesus. But it hamster. was just like <laughs> this hamster. Hamster Jesus. Ah. Uh, was not moving. I gotta ask oh. my mom about that. What the hell happened to that hamster? I'll tell you what happened to my hamsters, Margaret and Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the gerbils. Well, oh. no, we had Pete and repeat the gerbils. Okay. And we had two Great. teddy bear hamsters named Margaret and Lisa. Um yeah, fun fact, gerbils and hamsters hate each other. They well, are natural enemies. Really? Do not mix them. Yeah, do not put them in the same cage. They will kill each other. Yes. Really? The yes. gerbil the gerbils will kill the hamsters. Um so if you did not know. Hamsters can jump really high. Yep. Like, poof. Wow. Uh, so it poofed up. I caught it. It bit, bit me you. full force. Oh, yeah. They, and they can bite hard. I have a scar on my finger from when Teddy bit me when I kept poking him when he was sleeping. And he was like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, but uh, his little feet were nipped at. So. Oh. Yeah. But one of them committed suicide and the other died of <laughs> wet tail. Yeah, didn't the one stick his, his head, head under a wheel while yeah. the other one was running? <laughs> yep. I mean, it's sad, but at the same time, like, <laughs> how else was a hamster going to kill himself? I was just wondering that. Yeah. Is, is there a tiny noose? They looked, they, lo- <laughs> they looked at each other and they made the blood <laughs> pact. <laughs> and they were like, you run as fast as you can. And then when I die, I'll release the antigens <laughs> for wet tail. And I will see you in a Valhalla. What is what? I don't know what wet tail is. Wet tail is like a <laughs> microorganism that, oh. that takes them out. It's oh, awful. That's, it's that's awful. Bad. <sighs> so sorry. Nope. I just, what, when you I said had to that. Live, I had to live my truth as a five-year-old boy who Really should never have gotten hamsters <laughs> or gerbils for that matter. <laughs> what happened to the gerbils? They died naturally in the microwave. In, in, in the microwave, in my butt. Yeah, but like <laughs> they, they died of natural causes. Suffocation is natural. <laughs> Under yeah, yeah. Oh, I wrapped them in duct tape, <laughs> put them in my bottom. <laughs> we were going over the border. <laughs> Are you not allowed to take gerbils over the border? Not when they're full of heroin. (laughs) Tiny little bags of heroin. No, nobody at the border would expect a a gerbil filled with heroin. Can you imagine if they had a little heroin cop or a little little gerbil cop who came over in a little uniform with a little hat on? It takes its big hind foot. Kicks him in the stomach and makes him poop the bags. <laughs> what is happening? Can you I imagine can see it all? Can those you imagine those Kia prison? commercials are so weird now. <laughs> okay. okay. <sighs> June goes to the garage. Right. She comes back in. Well, uh, no, they they uh, the, uh, sh- um, Cindy still has 
uh, Rosie in her hand and she apologized to her. The lights go out, the lights come back on, and June and Ward are right next to her. And Rosie's alive. And Rosie's alive. And they're they're doing science talk where they're like, oh, the the Rebigulator. Yeah. Morphed into blue. It's it's exceedingly simple and blah. At this point, I wrote, hey, why are you not trying to murder me? (laughs) (laughs) Then uh, in this conversation, they're just like, no, she's alive. Everything's fine. Food. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Food. They're at the table stuffing their faces. Uh, This part I had a problem with. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, Frank Gorshin Ward. Yeah. Picks up a, a thing of broccoli that is obviously cooked, cooked. Um, so there would not be a live maggot on it, uh, but picks it up and then picks something off of it. Oh, look at this. And Cindy's very Cindy is like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I, I washed them. I thought I got all, all of the, the things off. off. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. You know when you go I, to the I store and to, buy some broccoli? Like, yeah. And there's maggot just maggots yeah. all over it? Yeah, I have that problem all the time. So he picks one of the maggots up, puts it. On his actual tongue, yep. and then close. <laughs> yeah, closes his mouth. Nope, nope. Just, oh man. Ooh. I don't know why they felt the need to show, show that. such a realistic moment, like show yeah. that they weren't faking it. Yeah, like well, for I a mean, show where we've seen the soundstage multiple times. <laughs> Gorshin's like, I do my own stunts. <laughs> yeah, like. I think later in the episode, I actually wrote, oh, look, the actual set shook. Yeah. So, th- but they're very nice to her throughout dinner. Cindy, Cindy is, is like confused and suspicious. Well, totally yeah, on to this. There's, there's a part uh, within the, the eating sequence where he reaches up to her face to like, I don't want to say pat her face, but I can't mm-hmm. think like, you yeah. know, kind of hold onto her give cheek her or little, whatever. Give her a little pat, a little yeah. stroke. A little friendly. Like, uh, yeah. Hey, hey, kid. Look at this face. Look at and you. she and she recoils and winces, expecting a hit. And then he's just like, no, dude, like just this is what saying, I, hey, yeah. this is what I like to do. Grab just your cheek. Like to touch faces. Yeah. I'm a face toucher. Yeah. She don't, she don't know what's going on. She's yeah, like, she's she's suspicious to yeah. say the least. Like, I gotta but go so she's to like, that I'm gonna garage. Go to the garage. I'm gonna go to the the barn, the barn and uh and just see if I can find more bugs. And oh god, there's werewolf rats. Well, yeah, they <laughs> ask. Yeah, they they asked her if if, if there was any more maggots, and that's yeah. when she said, "I'll go into the garden." And then she's like, "Nuts to this," and that's when yeah, she finds the <laughs> the, the rat corpses. The yeah, the the rat wolf corpses. The, the rat, rat finks. The rat. Yeah. The rat ulas. <laughs> yes. Rat, rat you <laughs> So she finds the rat finks and screams. And they're like, no, we can explain. We can, It's all cool. Yeah. It's, no, don't call the... You don't need to call nobody. And then, they're like, they destroy the TV while she's in the garage or in the with, barn. With the... The um, rebigulator the, the, the nixer? Yeah. Nixer. Um, I don't like that word, so I'm going to use rebigulator yeah. from now Well, on. they call it the disintegrator. Mm. Um, because I wrote down, I was like, Nix, Nixer. Yep. That's why I don't like the word and I'm not going to say it anymore. Um, so, yeah, uh, she grabs the phone and runs into the closet because 
you know, she sees the smoking TV and realizes something's Something's amiss. up with these guys. Um, And uh, I was like, oh, here comes the old phone cord in the mouth trick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now who's the hamster? (laughs) So, yeah, she she gets a hold of 911 and says they aren't her parents. Act break. Well, yeah, and also someone putting a phone cord into their mouth and chewing on it. Yes. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Of all the planets in the galaxy, they chose ours. They hide in small places. This phone is dead. What? They light the dark. Jay, any luck? Just a minute. There's nothing cute about them. They've come a long way. And they're hungry. This the point where she's being awoken from slumber. She's yeah, being she's, awoken from yeah, slumber. She wakes up and this is basically expedition, exposition, <laughs> exposition dump city where it's like, oh, so while you were asleep, we, you know, we talked and we're just going to tell you every single thing you need to know to continue this act moving. We borrowed these bodies so no one in the world would know that we were aliens that crash landed in your barn. Uh, your parents are fine. They're sleeping. They're fine. Their this mind is, is in the temporary. rat <laughs> This is all temporary. It's a long way to Tipperary. Yes. And yeah. riddle me this. How long can our rotting corpses stay in that garage? <laughs> it's a real tiny Rick conundrum. <laughs> uh, she shows, uh, 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 June shows off the, uh, the biomix, the rebigulator. Yes. And uh, explains the buttons and don't touch that red button. That's the disintegrator. So good. We've seen that. You know, and if you if you see a disintegrator in the third act, you better very quickly see it again in, again the, third in the third act. act. Um, um, but don't you worry. Your parents will be back in a minute, and then we'll be out yeah. of your hair. To to illustrate this, why don't we go look at their bodies in the barn? Yeah. So they're out there, and um, Riddler is explaining to her. You know, we've lived a long life. Our uh, do they say younglings or, or, or something grand, like that? Grand yeah. rats our last or something. Litter. Yeah, litter. yeah, our yeah. last litter. Thank you. Um, they're they're grown and they have their own litters. And yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see if I can just fix this. No, no, I, can't you know, fix right. the spaceship. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe, and it, it just and, goes on. Like <laughs> and the time overlord override <laughs> is shot. <laughs> So this this is a big old. You might as well try to stick this in your cooch. Yes, because it ain't <laughs> flying anytime soon, baby. Ah, uh, you know what this means? <laughs> we gotta 
can't enter our own suicide yeah. pack. Yeah. <laughs> Much so, like hamsters. Yeah. We, we gotta <laughs> we have to enter our own death pact. Yeah. So uh they explain that the the rat bodies don't survive in Earth's it's not dry atmosphere. Um and so what they what what they want is to die together holding Holding hands hands. or whatever Mm -hmm. like in that movie titanic yeah draw me like one of your french rats (laughs) (laughs) uh so jack dawson (laughs) they are explaining to her i mean there's only three buttons on this remote control this one wakes your parents up this one transfers the body and this one kills them permanently Oh, Don't cool! Push this that? one. Can I see that for a second? Which one? Which one kills them permanently? The red <laughs> one. The one that's my my thumb is over right now. Yes, that one. Don't and press that. Murdered. One. <laughs> so I was like, this is a real court clatu Veronica yeah. situation. Yeah. Oh, I done goofed. Oh, I yeah, done and goofed. and I got I forget exactly what he says, but I think he says something like, "Oh no, what a tragedy!" And she's like, "Yeah, tragedy. Let's go eat dinner." Yeah. <laughs> Um. Now all of a sudden, everybody's cool with staying uh, things as they are. Yep. And uh, we jump ahead in time. Well, to the they, next visit from the social worker. Yes, from Mrs. Rogers, and the place is a rat's nest. Uh, yeah, oh, a real. They're pig living story. in in filth and squalor, but <laughs> having the best time. And this uh this uh, social services worker is like, cool story, Margaret. Yep, looks great. <laughs> Whatever. Did you guys did you guys notice the cat face with the <laughs> no cats? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there was a see, spray painted sign. As you can see, no cats under a spray painted no cats sign, which was yes. a nice touch. Oh, I'm so sorry that I missed the rules for tourists <laughs> <laughs> that that they did before they got yes. the parents got oh, murdered. Yeah. Uh, Frank Gorshin explains that uh, there's rules for tourists. You know, principle twelve. Principle twelve of of the interstellar tourists don't steal sentient beings' bodies. And she's, it was funny because she goes, "Well, what if they're stupid?" Yeah. And he goes, "Like, ha ha, good question. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a real good one. But we've never put our brains yeah. to that guy. Yeah. And uh, like, they're they're super intelligent rats. Yeah. You'd think they'd be able to pick up on the fact she wants to straight up murder them. But yeah. anyway. Um, yeah, they're all happy and the happy ending. The hold on, I just want to I want to bring one thing up. The freeze frame? <laughs> nope, not the freeze frame. The fact that Mrs. Rogers calls her Corky. Oh yeah, it's yeah, we're back to comedy. Unnecessary. Yeah. Well, for a second, I had to I had to think like, wait, is her name Corky? It's like it's on your clipboard, ma'am. Yeah, like hey, Cindy, you're getting too familiar. Yeah. That's the episode. That's yeah, the episode. That Would is, you guys change is. anything? In the writer's room, uh, here's the thing with these monsters episodes. It is hard to change something without changing everything. 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 Yeah. 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 Because they are truly doing a breadcrumb of yep. like action reaction. So well, there and they're also doing a, a fairly serviceable job. I mean, these these are all like right down the middle where mm-hmm. with with tails they were swinging for the fences and whiffing a lot oh, yeah. yeah they were whiffing a lot so we had a, a lot more opportunities to go back in and just throw with, shit at the this, wall it's and like what takes it from good to great and 
I kind of feel like it was done better in those Twilight Zone episodes. It's because yeah. it's the whole conceit. Mm-hmm. If the whole conceit is that these guys took over the parents' bodies, I, I it's blown so fast. Yeah. yeah. And then there isn't any... I know I'm in on it with you, weird sciencey, mm-hmm. you know, or young Frankenstein or something where it's like, now we have to fool this person. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, that would have been great if they had to fool the, uh, because there the really is not a horror element to this episode. No, no there, other was, than there the were rat monsters. The there yeah. were rat monsters for a couple seconds and the parents themselves are true monsters, but yeah. Right. But it, it would have been more interesting to have the parents, Re-inhabit the rat monsters mm-hmm. and actually be monsters. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a, yeah. That would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like the the disintegrator doesn't work. Or like, or she tried to reactivate, reanimate them quickly. What if they were? What if the the monsters were small, like like rat size or something? Mm-hmm. And so then they get they get reanimated. They're like in the the rat bodies, and so and they, they just keep them in traps. a cage. Oh, they, that like, also would have been. Like the I like that. I like that. I like that. That also would have been cool. Yeah, like that. There needed to be a harder twist and a better punishment. Mm-hmm. I mean, death is the ultimate punishment, but it also seemed... Yeah, but they also like went to sleep and then like woke up for three seconds and got disintegrated. That's not enough punishment That's probably for a better death people. than they were going to have mm. based on these characters. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, I felt like... If it if it would have started with Gorshin coming home and the insanity of that and then the bullshit for the social worker, mm-hmm. them trying to put on a display for the social worker mm-hmm. and then her leaving and kind of picking and up there. And then them turning into monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I felt like they just need to be more stakes, mm-hmm. more these are horrible people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Like more threats, more yeah. more everything. All in all, it was fine. Uh, Jen, give us a scale. Uh, let's do scale of one to ten rebigulators. Four, five. Give it five and a half. It's like right in the middle. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's, it's a fine episode, but it's not that you know nothing critical. Fine, a cute little story. Cute little story. Yeah. You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram, TFTDS Pod on Twitter, uh, T from the Dark Side at gmail.com if you'd like to email. And thanks for everybody who's been reaching out and letting us know your Dark Side memories. We love hearing from you and want to hear more. Uh, guys, am I forgetting anything? Uh, try, try to enjoy to the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. We'll see you around. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.